Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the ENS Football Podcast. It's episode twenty-eight. It's is only it? it's, it is only twenty-eight. Is that has it been long or has it been short? What do you think? Feels uh, no. It's twenty-eight. Twenty-eighth week. Twenty-eight weeks later. That's exactly what I would have predicted. Good movie. Zombie. You've seen that one. Please say you've seen twenty twenty-eight weeks later. Yes. The pro- the yes. Se- sequel to. Yeah. Sequel to. 28 days later. That's the one I've seen. Oh my That's goodness. The, one I've seen. the zombie, zombie, great zombie film. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yes. Seen have you? Okay. You apocalypse and zombies. They just go no, together. they're in. Uh, they're in London, aren't they? And it's all empty. Yeah, they are. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. You saw yeah. the trailer it's then. Like yeah. Wolverhampton on a Saturday night. Oh, hey, not with you on Saturday no, no, night. No, true. Um. First, um, first of all, Mr. Tim Spears, obviously. Yeah. Hello. Only two of us today. Yeah. Which means no quiz. No quiz. Uh, we were going to have three, but um, Joe Massey was going to make his stunning return, apparently. <laughs> Not because we don't want him on, but because the boy's sick. <laughs> oh, dear. Mm, very sick. I mean, apparently it's coming out of both ends. <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not, it's not a good situation for the lad. So we feel for him. But apparently he got through his copy the other day. He did. God, God bless that man. Unbelievable. Were you in the office? No. Oh, was he at home doing it? Yeah, su- Sunday, Sunday, writing up his match. match Can't knock that. So, so best wishes go out to Joe, who we're um, missing him, but we've got a chair out for him just in case he wants to. I don't know, do a little video chat later on. I don't want him on that. I don't want him on that chair. You never know what state he'll leave it in. Um, also, got a big thank you to make to mention. Right. Massive thank you. So what to me? No, to the peeps. Oh, oh those guys. The, the, those people. Three thousand for the second week running. Three thousand people listening in on SoundCloud. Um, I'm sure plenty more. Via iTunes, can't get those figures. Thousands more. We've, thousands yeah, more. Probably about 7,000 Tens of more, thousands yeah. more. But massive respect to you guys. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, I know plenty of you get in touch. So it's nice. We'd like to hear from you guys, um, whether that's through questions, through video format. We do, you, actually. I, like, I you know, don't normally like to hear from the public, but uh, on this occasion... We, we welcome feedback. We, we do welcome feedback. Because we haven't had any feedback. In fact, you know, I forgot to mention last week, some, some very nice bloke come up to me before Rachel Hayflint's funeral. Yeah. I was walking through town. Yeah. And um, when you stopped, you was like, Tim Spears? Yeah. I must apologise to him because I, I was in a bit of a rush to get to the, you know, covering the funeral. What are you saying is you were rude for the paper? Were you no, rude? I wasn't rude. No, no, no. He stopped me. He was like, oh, it was like, oh Tim, I've literally just stopped listening to the podcast 10 minutes earlier. Oh. It was great. What a legend. Uh, but I forgot, uh, was that the week Hatfield was presenting, was it? Anyway, I'm trying to tell a nice story. Go on, sorry, sorry. So, I, I, I forgot to get his name, but very very nice bloke. Appreciate it. Appreciate your, your thoughts, mate. Thanks for stopping me. Yeah, top man. And yeah. um, tweet is in. We might give him a name check yeah. later on. Yes, email us as everybody does, yeah. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> email inbox is full to the Podcast. Hey, we've got a question this week. Have we? We've oh, got yeah, a question yeah, this yeah. week. We're going to yeah. from last week. <laughs> <laughs> At Tim underscore Spears underscore star is that Twitter address. Um, well, and yours, hang on. I don't want, if they're, they're going to start abusing us, don't send it on my way. <laughs> at Enjudo underscore star for that other dynamic duo guy. Um, we got called boring this week. Did we? Under our video post Chelsea. I think it might have been on the Facebook page. Oh, th- these guys are so dull, it said. Liked by one person. Really? Oh, I'm not going to throttle you. Oh, <laughs> I'll have you, mister. <laughs> Incredible. Um, do you should have said that for abuse of the week. Should have. Done. It wasn't really abuse. Just, no, it wasn't. Just, just an opinion. Um, so Saturday. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I went to go. Do you know what I did on Saturday night after the game? Uh, I don't want to ask. Okay. Well, I was I was you quite depressed. Alone, so I, don't I was know. quite depressed, and I thought, right, I'm going to book some movie tickets on on Sunday morning just to just to cheer myself up. So I went ticket for one because the missus is away. Yeah. Went to go and see La La Land. <laughs> Oscar nominated La La Land. Now, now I'm, I'm mentioning this not because I went on my own, because there's nothing wrong with going to the ceremony on your own. In fact, there is if you're going to see La La Land. No. <laughs> if you're going to see some like some film noir kind of right, right, some French seventies noir cinema, and you, that that's okay. Back in my uh, back in my uni days, when I was slightly larger, um, to the to the scale of twenty one stone. Back Shut in the up. day, I was twenty-one stone. Back in the day, no. I was a big boy. I've got some cracking pictures later on. I, mean, remember, I, remember, you you saying, I remember saying you were a bit bigger, but twenty. Twenty-one stone, stone was my biggest, biggest weight, which was, um, yeah, that was second year of uni. Wow. And uh, and of course, as I you bet, do, I bet you were a hit with the ladies. Oh uni. mate, I literally dominated. <laughs> but then you nearly sat on the ball. <laughs> so I should. Do that. Oh, stop. 
dear. So anyway, as you do, you go to your lecture. So I went to my lecture. Um, you don't go back to the <laughs> He's gone. Spears has gone down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's gone down the wrong way. It's just... <laughs> it's orange juice. He's gone. I was gone. trying to drink while I was laughing. Oh, dear. Sorry, carry on. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, I went to my lecture normally. That, well, that was my routine. But don't go back to the seminar because that's later on. So then I went to the Chinese at 11 o'clock in the morning. Get your beef chow men. Then go to the cinema ticket for one. And sit up for your beef chow men on your own, no? So, oh, God. I've got to stop laughing. Okay, sorry. Anyway, back to the La La, la Land. Um, so when there the sad thing is this was true it's a true story uh, anyway I went to go see La La Land on my own which is no problem with that and uh, absolute triumph fantastic was it Very yeah good. it was it was um, Ryan Gosling Emma Stone and uh, yeah the first the first uh, first scene. <laughs> Emma, Emma 21 Stone <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we've got to hold it together. There's nobody here to fill in. We can't do it. We might need to start this again. No, we're powering through. Come on, come on. All right. I haven't got to my punchline yet. I'm done yet. I'm no, done. you've killed me with 21 stones. To be fair. Anyway, it's a good movie. Go and see it. There's no point. That's done. Anyway, this week we're going to have a look back at. No, we can't. We can't do this. <laughs> right. We're right. going to have a look back at right, Chelsea. Right. We're going to win no podcast awards for this show. <laughs> no, come on. We're done. Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. We're going to have a look Chelsea, back at Chelsea. Chelsea. We're going to have Lambert Watch. We're going to have Abuse of the Week. Okay. <laughs> no, abuse of the Week. Um, we're going to take a question. <laughs> Come on. Singular. Come on. Uh, massive in. Uh, we're going to look ahead to the big Blues game, of course, huge Blues game, uh, and finish up with predictions. So, Chelsea, let's just, let's just, last five, last three or four minutes, let's talk yeah. about Chelsea. We've done yeah. it to death, but obviously, just, you were a bit more <coughs> deflated than me on the day. I actually thought that they put up a really good show. You were, you were slightly, I don't know, a bit disconsolate at full time. <coughs> um... I know you're going to start going in a minute. I'm not. Uh, it was just a bit underwhelming with sparkling water there. Okay. M&S. <coughs> it was just a bit deflating. Um, the weather, you know, there was such a big build-up in the week. <laughs> Tudor. No, come on, man. Come on. Don't, don't set me off. Don't set me off. This is un- unlistenable, to be honest. <laughs> People are switching off in their droves. Um, it, was just a real, it was just a bit deflating in the weather. Ended. There was such a big build-up in the week. And then you had the you know a couple of shocks come through on Saturday. Yeah. Lincoln uh, Lincoln City, which conversely didn't help Wolves because Conte was pointing out that um, he mentioned to his players after the Lincoln game, look, this is what can happen. Yeah. If you don't show up, this is what can go wrong. And I'm sure the Chelsea players, you know, would, maybe would have watched that game as soon as the Wolves game wasn't until half five. So um, I think you know the way that the game was going, everybody's everybody was kind of saying, look, hang on, we can do this. Yeah, they, they they didn't get the goal crucially, and in fact, I meant to see you know Lambert today. Actually, uh, you can read a lot of his thoughts throughout this week, and he's you know saying we need to score in the first half, we need to score in the first hour because they're always going to get tired after that. Not so much from defending without the ball, but the way that they were getting forward as well in such numbers um, and expending so much energy in attack as well as defence. I mean, you know, you had um, I think Vyman's st- running stats were incredible. Mm. Um, didn't do much, though, did he? Uh, no, no, but it's so... No, I'm, I'm not going to be critical of any of them in a no. kind of attacking sense. It's so difficult against one of the best teams in Europe, let's be honest. But they expended so much energy getting forward as well as defending that mm. they're always going to get very tired. And if they got an early goal, which was the Savile chance, obviously, then as at Liverpool, they can sit very deep, soak it all up and try and hit one on the counter. But their game plan, you know, was to get forward in big numbers as well. So they got very tired. They didn't really have the options off the bench. I thought the substitutions were a bit late as well. So, but fair play to them. They clung on to the 89th minute with it still being 1-0. Lambert looking at it as a positive experience on the whole, obviously. 100%. A day to be proud, he says. Uh, you know, he's, he's got a lot to say about the fan reaction at full time. He said he's never heard anything like it before. Um, very keen to thank the fans, really, today, uh, when I spoke to him for the support that, that they gave the team, not just on Saturday, but throughout the whole time he's been here. He's really, really, really keen to get that kind of fan player bond mm. going and, and to kind of ride 
ride the crest of that wave um, and get some momentum going. Obviously, it's not going well in the league at the moment, but that's that's what he wants to address now. I think he had a meeting with the players this morning and said, look, 15 games to go, no cup distractions anymore. Let, let's go for it. Let's, you know, you've proved how well you can play now. You've got to do it in the league. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, Paul Lambert is so excited about being in this environment and Very. this situation when you look back at his Blackburn and his Aston Villa and Norwich, they're all problems there. And, you know, a lot of them not his making. And I feel like he's he's finally, from, from the outside looking in, that he's finally arrived at a club where the structure's there. Yes, of course, there's a few problems as there are in any club, but he can see the potential with the fans, with the stadium, with the players, with the squad, and, and, and you know, with the money that's potentially available there and yeah. the money they've spent, that he's got a chance here where he, he's genuinely, like, he's like, it's like a giddy kid that this is... This is exactly what I've been, been waiting for for such a long time. Well, his issues at Villa have been very well documented. You know, Randy Lerner, Lambert will tell you, you know, screwed him over uh, mm. with promises that made that, that weren't kept. It was the same at Blackburn. I think he was appointed at Blackburn in November. And by January, he realised, look, there's no money here. <laughs> uh, I think he wanted to leave at that time, mm. but um, ended up staying for the rest of the season. So he finally think, he thinks he's finally got owners that he can work under and that can share his vision. And that he can work work with and, mm-hmm. and alongside. So he's he's, you know, direct quote from today's interview. He's loving life at Wolves. He's yeah. really enjoying it. He um, he's very enthused about the fan base. He's extremely enthused about the academy. Um, he likes what he sees. I think he likes he likes his first team. Obviously, he wants to make additions in the summer, but mm-hmm. he thinks he's got the foundations of a fan base, an academy, and a team mm-hmm. that can uh, and and the, the owners, like you say, with the money they've got that there is huge potential to be unlocked here. Absolutely huge. He obviously believes he's the man to unlock it. Um, and he's very, very excited about, about the summer. It's now just about, you know, <clears throat> staving off the dreaded R word and, sure. uh, and getting a move on for next year. And it's credit to him, I guess, uh, and the turnaround they've made that Wolves can be sitting in 19th place. And, and really you look on Wolves as a little bit, you know, positivity, I think. You know, even though, I mean, you can look at out the club at nineteenth and looking down, but we're still it's, not. It's not like it's, oh my god, this no, is despair. Not. No, but it's a. Club you know, you've got a job to do. It's a club on the up in yeah. general. Take away the last five league games, I know they lost four of them, but it's a club on the up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at teams around him like Forests. You know what a mess that is. Villa mm-hmm. still a lot of problems to be sorted there. And then you look at when Wolves were relegated from this league three or four years ago. That was a club on the down. You know they yeah. had the, one of the worst Premier League seasons in history, mm-hmm. and that continued to the next year. An awful lot of problems with the playing squad. That's not the case here. So yes, recent results haven't been haven't been great, which is you know something that's difficult for the fans to see past maybe at the moment. But Lambert's looking at the bigger picture, and he's very excited about the future. Um, just, just from my point of view, I don't know whether you've got any facts or anything, but how much money would they made from the cup? A decent um, amount or not? Pittance. No? I mean, I, really? think, I think you only get a million and a half for winning it or something stupid. Oh, really? So no, like Liverpool game receipts would be decent or not? Work, just cover cover some cover cost of wages, basically. Precisely. A few, right. a, few, a few hundred thousand, you know, very welcome, I'm sure, but it's not like the non-league where it keeps you going for years on end. Okay. But, um, but I think I think the cup runners showed, you know, which. Wolves fans know full well, but it shows the potential of the club mm-hmm. in terms of the fan base, in terms of the way that certain players can play. You know, yeah. If you look at Courtney Horse's performances in the FA oh. Cup, you know, there's no chance of Wolves getting rid of him in the summer well, mm-hmm. unless they get a huge bid for him. I think it showed he's one very much for, could be one for the present, you know, mm-hmm. not just the future. You know, George Savile, you look at his performances as well. It's showing Lambert, I think, that these players can perform when called upon and yeah. that they've probably earned themselves a place in his squad for next year in the process. Um, but Saturday was just a great occasion. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere was just one absolutely wonderful. I'm, I'm Amazing. Sure, I'm sure you won't have heard anything like that, Molly. No, since, uh, no way, nowhere near. It was off the scale, and um, it just shows you what 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 the club can do. Yeah, well done, Wolves. Well done, fans. Top draw. Absolute yeah, pleasure. You, you don't want to get too much into kind of that plucky loser kind of tag. Sure. But it was one of the best teams in Europe they were playing. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the cup in general has been a very positive experience, but it's not very positive if they get relegated, is it? No, so so no. that that is what they have to focus on now. Got a question? Question. I've got a question for you from uh, from Reese. Uh, we we were going to come on it last week, but um, we we didn't have time. Reese um, baby. Reese baby from Wolves fan videos. Oh, at yeah. Wolves fan videos, yeah, friend of the podcast. So so Reese, good question. He says, um, "Hi Nathan and the gang." Uh, some people hate this top topic, so apologies. But what's your opinion on the proposed redevelopment of the South Bank? Well, it's a long way off. Yeah. Um, does he is he does he get into more specifics than that? Yeah, I can go on. It's quite a long email. But um, why do you think? What do you think is the likelihood that uh, when the time comes that they decide to knock it down, the fans can convince the new owners to create a bigger single tiered stand 
Rather than a two-tiered mirror of the North Bank, this would be unique and would undoubtedly improve the already fantastic atmosphere at Molyneux. I'll tell you what, uh, Lambert would be one that would be pushing for that. Yeah. Because on about the, the wall at Dortmund, you know, frequently, mm. he's, he's been in it himself as a fan. Um, jumping up and down with his with his lagers, etc. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would be a, an absolutely fantastic idea. I mean, you look, we look, you know, we were sat quite close to the cop at Liverpool, weren't mm. we? And that it stretches so far back and creates such a great atmosphere in there. I think it's a long way off. I mean, you know, the Steve Bull stands the next one to be redeveloped, and the South Bank would only come if they were in the Premier League for a number of years. A number of years, yeah. But Foson's Foson being the owners would probably accelerate it to an extent. You know, that's. They've got to have the people coming back, though, don't they? Yeah, you can't, you, you can't be the build it and they'll come mentality. Because, no. Um, you know, well, <laughs> Wolves, Wolves had their biggest home crowd for 36 years on Saturday, mm-hmm. which shows you... Mm-hmm. Like you say... But it's if, ma- if they're redeveloped to, to high 30s, 40,000, would, would the fans be there? You know, Like you say, it's, it's not just getting to the Premier League, it's getting to the Premier League and staying there for, for you know, multiple years. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You, you, you don't want... The, there's 10,000 empty seats a lot of the time at the moment, it doesn't look great. You would certainly wouldn't want that in the Premier League. It's it's an interesting concept. I, I I'm more interested in the idea of, of safe standing. If you look at mm. look at what Celtic have done with that, I was watching a video uh, yesterday of um, fantastic atmosphere in this on the big projector screen. In the yeah no, it's on my mobile telephone oh. of the um, safe standing at Celtic, and they were all kind of uh, kneeling down while singing a song, and then they all got up as one in the safe standing, all started jumping around. Mm. Fan, absolutely fantastic. So. They've proved it can be done, Celtic, even though it's quite a small section. Is it allowed now then? Is so it? in, is Scot- it? in Scotland, in, just yeah. in Scotland. So when when is that English? They have to change the whole legislation. Right, with, so that with, could take time. With Hillsborough still being such a, mm, a, a, topic. a prominent topic, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that it would happen just yet. But there's certainly more noises for it, and in, you know, in five, ten years, you never know. That, that'd be great if ever a standing section in the South that'd be absolutely fantastic. Let's say the dream happened. Wolves got promotion next year. Um, start of the 2018-19 season in the Premier League. Would would Molyneux fill out every week? Mm, no, no, I don't think so. If you look at the Premier League attendances, they weren't they weren't full week after week. Certainly that third season, although they were losing every week. So we're looking like 25, 26s um, apart from the big teams. They, you know, they, 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 they well, they certainly fill it out for for the big home games mm. and playing West Brom and all the big teams, etc. But when it comes to who's a bang average Premier League, if it comes to Hull City, Hull City at home, yeah, they won't be in the Premier League. In the, in the middle of the season, say, you know, for, for your first home game, you're always full and whatever. Yeah, but yeah. In relegation, massive six pointers, mm. you're always full. But mm-hmm. if it's you know in the middle of November and it's Hull at home, it wouldn't it wouldn't be full. Right. Okay. You so know, yeah, it'd be like twenty five, twenty six, and upwards. Just judging on on what happened the last time they were up. So they've got to have... Because they were in two relegation battles before they got relegated from the Premier League. Mm-hmm. They want sustained success, really. Yeah, OK. I mean, yeah, you, it's, it's interesting. Well, it's, all there. it's all there, though, mate. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they, in 1988, I'm going back a bit here, but they took 40,000, 50,000 to Wembley for the JPT final. Yeah. Just shows you. I mean, if they, if, you know, for Cardiff, I think they... they a player final in 2003, they took 33, and that was easily, mm-hmm. you know. And you, and you look at look at Saturday's game, all on general sale, mm-hmm. 7,000 went in a few hours. I know loads of people who wanted to go on Saturday but yeah. couldn't get tickets. I think they could easily have sold 40,000 for that Chelsea game. Oh, wow. So it just shows you the potential. You know, with a one-club city like that, you see it with Sunderland, Newcastle, what, what's you get it going? And I guess, I guess swelling <clears throat> swelling the crowd as well, not not just that they could have sold 40, but because they have been out in the Premier League in the limelight for su- such a long time, they've been away. This is the first time they've played a big club at home for, for quite quite a while, to be fair. Yes, it's, it's, since the relegate from the Premier League in mm. 2012. So I think that if they were doing it every other year or whatever, then maybe it wouldn't have been, but the, the fact that it was it was like a perfect storm, really. Yeah, and if they were in the Premier League, it, w- it would need success for it mm-hmm. to be full, full every week. It was the same for most clubs, mm-hmm. but yeah. You look at Albion, they've got a very similar fan base to Albion. I think they've got a slightly bigger fan base, immediate fan base of, of coming together. You look at Albion, got 23,000 against Stoke last week, which was yeah. poor. I think, I think the wider reach of Wolves, and I talked to Matt Wilson about this and he agreed, the wider reach of Wolves' fan base is bigger mm-hmm. because Albion kind of do get lost in the Villa, the Villa Blues. Yeah. Um, whereas Wolves, you know, the amount of fans they've got in Shropshire and Staffordshire mm-hmm. and surrounding mm-hmm. areas, they mm-hmm. attract an awful lot. So the potential is there. Excellent. Tim, you know what time it is? Oh, that's wow. incredible. I'll do it again. Tim, you know what time it is? Ricky! Ricky! 
Ricky, you tart. I don't want to. I don't want to join in. I don't want to join in. Oh, it's uh, it's becoming. It's the, the tide has swung firmly in Mr. Judas' favour. The Costa Coffee Bear looks like um, the the barista, the barista. What do you call them now? Barista. I don't care. Well, they're making my Americano with steamed soy as we speak. Um, Cardiff City, five goals Listen, at home. This is the thing they've started scoring Five for fun. goals. They are scoring for fun. They're moving up the table. 45 points. Can you believe that Cardiff City are staring, no. uh, potentially going towards the playoffs? Well, that's, that's what they were saying on Channel 5 on Saturday night. And they're, they're playing, but... But Zahore and Co. and Warnock. You can't Neil Warnock. Wow. Incredible. Absolutely, you can't knock him. And, you look what uh, they did with Rotherham last year as yeah, well. Yeah. Dead and buried. Yeah. And then what, they won like 9 out of 11 or I something? Mean, some, some people have this. just got the touch, haven't they? And he, you can't He's knock him. He's got a white touch. He's got a proper touch. 5 nil, 5 goals. And um, Ricky was watching from the stands. Well, they won 4 3 at Derby as well last week. Yeah, won 4 3. Uh, beat. Uh, the, the was he in the stands, was he, for the 5 nil? Yeah, 5 nil. Oh, not not even on the bench. Not even a new sub, but on oh, the bench, Ricky. not making the 16. Um, we were getting less than less than 15 games to go now, and I don't think... Let's say Ricky's on the bench for seven of them. Oh, it's, it's game over. I need Zahore to get injured. I'm oh, sorry, I'm sure he's a very nice lad. You can't say that. No, but if you know if he, if he snaps his hamstring next week... Wow! I'm delighted. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> sorry, Kenny. If he does that, I'm tweeting him, and I'm sending <laughs> him this sound, this sound clip. Not the sound clip of the first... Four minutes of this podcast because it won't make sense. It'll be like, what the hell's on this rubbish? Uh, but yeah, that's 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 poor form. But uh, just keep them. Um, let's just rest with Ricky. Wrap up in cotton wool. Then it'll be good for next season. It's all about that game at Bonnie. I'm going to keep saying it. April okay. the first. Um, I've got I've got a little bit of a new segment here. Well, it's oh, not a new segment. It? It's just it's not a segment. It's just um, something that I've incorporated as a one-off. Oh, right. Okay. It's the Wolves worry worry. That's easy for you to say. Worryometer. So right. worryometer. So so basically, I've, this, this I've, is gonna go well. I've listed a few players who I'm potentially worried about with you know the, the form or or injuries or just you know the the situation in the future. So basically, I'm gonna give you four or five players here. Yeah. Um, if you're not worried about them at all, you give them a zero. What do you mean worried for, for their well-being? Just worried, just generally about about you know them moving forward as a player, about the the mindset that they're in and whether they're gonna be you know useful between now and the end of the season. Right. Okay. Okay. Just general form. Just okay. general form. Let's, what, let's just concentrate the, to form. What's the scale here? Not to ten. Not being not worried. Or one to ten. One being not worried at all. Absolutely they'll, they'll fine. Do well. He's yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Not even concerned. And ten, ten being absolutely. Um, They're not going to make it. Battle stations. This is this is crazy. I'm really worried about them. Cray cray. Okay. Cray cray on the Upit stay. All right. All right. Um, one to ten on the worry meter. John Daddy. I'm on the what? Worry meter or worry ometer. Yeah. John Daddy Bodvarsson. Oh, John. John, one to ten on the on the worryometer. I do you just want numbers or do yeah. you want an explanation? No, both, please. I, I I really rate him as a player and as a personality as well. In the I think, I think um on his day he's quite the player. Mm-hmm. He create he's got all the attributes. He creates chances for himself he leads that line so well he plays that role so well on his own I think he needs a partner with him up front though mm-hmm. maybe um, I think he misses Joe Mason misses, we all miss Joe Mason mm. um, and his lack of goals is a, is a big concern but I, I feel sorry for him with the lack of service he's been getting I thought he put in a great shift against Chelsea I thought he had John Terry worried but he's not he's not getting the positions to score goals as well he's mm-hmm. spending too much time outside the box I know it's not his natural game mm-hmm. You want him to score. It's been since August the twentieth, which is just absolutely disastrous. Mm-hmm. No other way of saying it. And he's never been a hugely prolific goal scorer during his career. But he um, he needs to start scoring because otherwise he, he he can't get by. If they're going to play one up front, he can't get by and not scoring any goals whatsoever. He's yeah. got to start adding more. So all uh, right, you want to think give me a number. So I'm all worried about him. Um, I think it's an important few weeks mm-hmm. because Lambert's going to be start to really think about next season now. Yeah. Well, presume, presuming they get a couple of weeks, yeah, yeah. as I say. So they're just giving Dicko a new contract. Bob Varson's tied down to a long deal as well. Can you see Lambert being happy with those two being his first choice two strikers next season? At the moment, you'd have to say no. So he's kind of fighting for... No, not, not, not fighting for his future, but he needs to start proving himself a bit more. So I'd, I'd, I'd say a six. I'm worried about him. Six. His lucky goals. I think he contributes an awful lot. Okay, six. But um, he needs to start contributing goals. 
Thanks for that. Four more, please. Shorter version. Right. Please. It's not going to be forever. Um, but I appreciate that. I mean, that was there was good um, analysis of, of John Daddy at the thanks, moment. Thanks, nice. Um, Helda Costa, obviously, um, not been in great form since his, since his big move um, yeah. and, and big signing. I think Chelsea showed glimpses again, but glimpses aren't enough at the moment. Uh, how old are you, Helder Costa? He's a marked man, isn't he? Mm. I think since Liverpool away, it's become even more noticeable. <clears throat> Just how uh, how worried the opposition are about him is he's doubled up on or tripled up on, and he hasn't really got. A, I think it's become noticeable he hasn't got a fullback to help him out recently. Cody gets forward well, his crossing is is poor to to put it kindly. You know, can't really lift the ball off the floor. He doesn't really get around the outside of Costa either. Although Costa's often reluct, reluctant to pass as well, it sure. must be said. But um, I'm not worried about him. I just think he needs to figure out. Had to create space for himself. He was really trying against Chelsea to kind of wriggle into those areas. Got free once mm. or twice. Difficult against such quality opposition. Um, yeah, he's, he's, uh, I think he's, he, like people like Dave Edwards as well, uh, tired Yeah. as well. Um, the, the Huddersfield postponement is, is good news because they'll have a free midweek next week. So hopefully we'll start to see the Costa of old. Uh, just just the two though. Just the two. Not really very worried. Just two for Helder. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he was an unknown quantity before, so I don't think a lot of teams planned against him. And then yeah. all of a sudden, he's like, he's the he's the first man that people talk about on the team sheet. That's so. right. And Cavalera being injured doesn't help because Wolves is attack sure. is focused down mm. that right side almost exclusively. Ben Marshall. Mm. Ben Marshall um, off the bench um, and then made his full debut against Wigan and, and uh, underwhelming to put it kindly. Um, I don't know what position that Paul Lambert sees him as long-term-wise, but what, what, what's your worryometer score for Ben Marshall? I think he sees him as a right-back. It's hard to judge. He's played him left midfield, he's played him right-back so far. He can play in the 10 as well, or he can play right-wing, but obviously that's Costa's position. Um, I'm worried about his fitness, mm. but that was always going to be the case because he'd been training on his own for almost three weeks at Blackburn. They completely frozen him out. He's either training with the kids or on, him, or on his own. So he came here dangerously unfit, in Lambert's words, which I was very surprised he started against Wigan on Tuesday. I can understand he wanted to rest Connor Cody, but you know where was Dominic Ayl? Mm-hmm. Shows you how far down the pecking order he's fallen. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say worried about Marshall. Yeah, he had a poor debut, a few night, a few nice touches, and a couple of bursts forward. But otherwise, yeah, it was underwhelming. But when you're so unfit, then that's going to happen, isn't it? So no, it's another low score. It's 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 a, it's a three. I mean, I, I I haven't seen much of the guy when he was at Blackburn, to be honest. But mm-hmm. from from what I hear of him. He'll make a good. He'll make a good contribution, and I think I think he could be the first choice right back going forward. Okay, just last, needs to build his fitness. Yeah, last I'm one. Surprised he's not in the other twenty-three squad tonight, actually. Yeah, that is surprising. Mm. I mean, a fitness issue. I don't know. Uh, so, so but Varson six, Costa two, Marshall three. We've got one more because we're running out of time. Uh, Nua Dicko. Mm. Oh, Nua. Oh, Nua. Oh, Nua. Yeah, they missed him that one Saturday. Mm. They did miss him. Uh, you know, Bob Varson was knackered after an hour, like most of them were. I mean, I'm not saying he's going anywhere. Obviously, he's just signing a new contract, but at the same well, time, well, doesn't really mean much. You look at Craig Gardner. Mm, it's true. Uh, yeah, more more worried about him than Bob Varson because because newer. I think it's more of a confidence issue with 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 Dicko. I don't I wouldn't necessarily say Bob Varson's hugely lacking confidence, but I do think Dicko is. Mm-hmm. He again a good all round game. Um, Especially when it comes to stretching the play and playing off, playing off that last man, his his link up play has improved as well. The problem is with, with Dicko, he's missing more chances than Bud Varson is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we saw Stoke away when he missed a couple, really good couple of chances after coming on. He had that volley against Newcastle last week. He just just didn't take it cleanly. Um, and his movement in the box isn't isn't as sharp as it used to be either. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if he had that confidence back, I think we see would think we see him add kind of 20 percent to his game. Which is where the goals will come from, but he needs to score. He needs to start scoring. Needs, I, I'm worried about him. It would be, uh, it'd be a seven. A seven. Yeah. A seven. What do you think of Warriometer segment? Do you like it? Was it better, better than you thought initially? I don't think it'll be a regular feature. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. I liked it anyway. It was good. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit Americanization, but I'll, I'll take it. Um, it's abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Um, so I've got one. I've got one abuse of the week. This is yep. from mine and your video after Chelsea. Oh yeah. Not not pre Chelsea, post Chelsea. Peter Dudson's been back. He's back. The dude. Dudson. Dudson. Boo. Eighteen hours ago, this was left. Dudson. Right. So yeah, Dudson was up late. Um, here we go. This is on the back of our, our post-Chelsea video in the tunnel with lawnmowers. Yeah, lawnmowering L. Lawnmowering L. 
Dumb and Dumber. Ha! Yeah, that's original. <laughs> These two idiots talk a load of crap, as usual. Wolves will be lucky to stay in the championship. They really are that poor, going nowhere, but down. Maybe not this season, but next. Right. Peter Dudson. He's great at parties. He's oh, what a place to be. <laughs> so thanks, thanks, Peter. So yeah, Dumb and Dumber, apparently we'll talk a load of crap. Uh, well, well we do. Yeah, <laughs> surely enjoy this podcast for the first ten minutes. We should have him on. Do uh, so. Get him on. Yeah, don't mind that. Any any abuse of the week? Not not as bad as last week, I'm sure. But just a couple of, to uh, to wet the appetite, so to speak, Mr. Spears. He's struggling. No, I found it here. Oh, I had of course. One, uh, oh, do you know I had quite a lot about Roman Sace last week. Yeah, uh, you did. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had a phone call last week. That was great. A fun. phone call. I had a lot of stick on uh, Twitter about Sace. I've put a tweet out after the Wigan game. A lot of people saying, where was Sace? Where was Sace tonight? Where was he? Wish Sace was playing. Uh, I put a tweet out saying, I don't think he would have made a difference tonight, yeah. personally. Yeah. That's not because I don't rate him as a player. That's just your opinion. That's just, I don't see what a defensive midfielder would necessarily have, have done in that Wigan game. Yeah. Because Wolves saw a lot of the ball. Yeah. Yes, and perhaps they use it wisely, but I, I, pfft, in my opinion, I don't think it would have made a difference. Got an awful lot of stick for that. Okay. And then a day later, I got a phone call. Phone in ENS Towers? Mr. Singh. Oh, Mr. Singh. Mr. Singh. So he called himself. Okay. He, um, I asked Lambert where Sace was, mm-hmm. and he gave me his answer and said there are players ahead of him in the pecking order, there yeah. are players that have performed for him, Yeah. which fans took issue with, saying, oh, you know, they were all rubbish against Wigan, but he's going to say, you know, you know, Lee Evans has done it for me at Liverpool, so is George Savile. Dave Edwards has whatever they have performed for him. Yeah, uh, I think the point he's making that Sace hasn't. I mean, uh, played under Lambert four times before Christmas. Cardiff away was absolutely shocking. So that anyway, that's his justification. He's the manager. That's his opinion. Yeah. So I asked him. That was the answer I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Singh, not happy at all. Gave me a little phone call. Not happy at all. Uh, not happy with my journalistic credibility. Right. Uh, the fact I represent supporters. Uh, and right. should have been should have been I'm not really sure what he was getting at but should have been um, pressing Lambert harder I think was mm. what he was suggesting okay. and I was like do you know what mate you know if it wasn't for me you wouldn't be getting you wouldn't be hearing what Lambert's got to say about it at all oh I bet Mr Singh didn't like that well, no one else is going to ask oh yeah I mean you know, Wolves aren't going to ask that true of course no, no, no. Uh, WM no, not necessarily you know they get mm-hmm. limited time with them after a game whatever so I was the one that asked him about it got an answer for Mr Singh but he still yeah, didn't like no, it I think so. he said uh, oh well Sage can get in the Moroccan team mm-hmm. I said well you don't see Morocco in the Premier League yeah, or you know you wouldn't boom drop Mike name me one other Morocco player they've got some lad who plays in the Qatari league up front Mustafa Hadji so, Coventry <laughs> City but legend. you know the fact he gets in the Morocco team is completely irrelevant yeah, 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 I think yeah. they struggle in League yeah. One yeah um not anyway, really. and then he, and then and then yeah, yeah. and then yeah, yeah. We, we had a bit of a back and forth as you do, and he was questioning about me as a journalist. So, oh, no. that's fair, fair enough. <laughs> so I stuck up myself. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later, he phones the editor. Oh yeah, an official complaint. Kay Harrison. Yeah, well, the editor's sec- editor secretary. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've got lifted at that really. Okay. So wait, <laughs> messing me out the door by this time tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, to sing. Uh, put, put tweet uh, Twitter abuse. Put a tweet out saying Wolves eleven. Wolves eleven against Chelsea cost eighteen million. Mm-hmm. Chelsea's eleven cost one hundred and seventy six million. Mm-hmm. That's t- almost ten times the amount. Yeah, nice. Barnsley fan Ryan Hallsworth. Oh, Reno. Wolves eighteen million. Barnsley two million. Ooh. Yet Europe below is in the league. Stupid idiots. Oh, what a bad effing tweet. Wow. Did he? Uh... Well, what's the point? Why is he getting involved? Well, it's nothing Ryan. to do with him. Yeah, Ryan. I mean, I'm disgusted. Yeah. And also, didn't you, you you beat Barnes anyway away from home most recently? So shut up, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. What a douchebag. I know. Not having that, but at least it's at least it, you can't have him last week anyway, so to speak. Yes, post Newcastle. Post Newcastle. Yeah. Happy days. And you know, I saw a couple of uh, stories or tweets from you trying to to rile it again. Always have a little poke. Yeah, you have to get a little poke where you can't leave it. Leave it alone, Spears. <laughs> leave it alone. Let it go. Let it go. No, we won't go down no, that no, line. Um. Where are we massive in? Where? Where are we massive in? Before where? we go, Blues preview next, by the way. I know you've been waiting for this for, for half an hour, but where are we massive in this week, Mr. Tim Spears? Where aren't we massive in? That's true. This is the question you should be asking. Another three thou hit me. Oh, big week in Spain. España, where about? Up to third in the table. Oh, nice. Uh, beating Canada and Ireland, traditionally good haunts for us as well. Okay. Into third, third place. Very good. Good effort from them. Whereabouts? Porto Manus banter? Bit of Malaga? Uh, I don't know cities, but okay. yeah. España. Nice. What's thank you? Oh, gracias. Yes, gracias. 
Uh, shout out to Islands, Jersey oh. and Isle of Man. Nice, Always little bit of channel. From our Islanders. The yes. channels. Uh, talking of Islands. Mm-hmm. Alan, like that, like that, like that link. Uh, our, our most loyal listener, I think it was probably fair to say, or certainly up there, yeah. week after week. Is that just because he puts a comment on? Tunes in. Tunes in, from Alan. Uh, yeah, he made a comment. He was talking about Chinese quizzes last week. I wasn't really sure what he meant. I googled it and just came up with those questions about China. Yeah. Uh, he says he's not going to reveal it. It's a surprise. Okay, well, he's going to have to do a lot so. in his five minutes on air. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give more than that. No, oh, oh, there's so many questions I want to know about Alan's Island. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, a new country. Hit me. A new country. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I really, you know. What just found? Captain Cook's found it. <laughs> a brand really new country. The Cook Islands. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, new country, obscure country. Yeah, it deserves a bit of a build up because we're big in Cambodia. Oh, Cambodia. <laughs> Made it in Cambodia. Massive Love in it. Cambodia. Love it. Which I never really expected, to be honest. I didn't think the yeah, I didn't think that Wi-Fi, you know, got. To it does yet. struggle according, <laughs> according to Wikipedia. No, not Wikipedia, just my knowledge. Okay. Uh, known as the Kingdom of Cambodia. Nice. Used to be. Um, Great safari there. Bordered by. Um. I mean, in fact, it's tough. Suppose I wasn't sure where it was, but. Uh, Cambodia, because that's in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Continent then. Yeah. <laughs> it's widened out. It's bordered by no. Continent. Yeah. Is come on, give it, give it a go. Uh, Africa. No, it's Asia. Oh! <laughs> uh, bordered by Thailand and Vietnam. Okay. Uh, it used to be run by the French. Oh, they oui. had it for a while. We oui, we oui. oui, oui. it's independent now. Oh no no. <laughs> Population. <laughs> oh. Um, Cambodia. Mm, Eight hundred forty-five thousand. Fifteen million. Okay, close. Wild, wildly underestimated population of Cambodia. <laughs> Cambodian people disgusted. I thought it was in Africa, and there's eight hundred forty-five thousand, <laughs> including its head of government, Hun Sen. Oh, oh. hello, Sen. Is he is he a listener, regular he's, to the podcast? He's run the gaff for twenty-five years. Decent so effort. Knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm sure, he's not sure of a bob or two. Uh, it faces environmental destruction as an imminent problem. Okay. Uh, a lot of deforestation, basically. Yes, yes. Which doesn't sound great. No. But they have got their Wi-Fi sorted, so, you know, swings around about. Beautiful wildlife in Cambodia. Uh, and popular... You don't, don't know where it's safari. <laughs> uh, she's a big... She's a big, <laughs> it's just a big safari. Uh, sports. They like their football, but what's the biggest sport in Cambodia? Uh, massive in badminton. Volleyball. Ooh. Decent, decent side. Men or women? Anyway, okay. uh, native sports also include boat racing mm. and buffalo racing. Oh, buffalo racing. Yeah, lots of buffaloes there. What about those bamboos where you shoot through the... <laughs> <laughs> what about like, blow football? Yeah, blow football. <laughs> uh, cities banter. Yeah. Good week in Oslo. Oh, in Norway. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, New York, we had a big week in New York. America. Uh, Reading. England. South East. Uh, By the way, how far is it? How North, north of London. Where, not, yeah, I know, but how long. is it not? Because I'm going from straight from Reading in a week and a half's time, straight to um, David Hay, Tony Ballou, the O2 yeah. on that night, oh, same decent. night. Decent. But it's, it's like a, it's more like a commuter town, isn't it? So there'll be a train direct into. Yeah. Oh yeah. Must, I'll yeah. be there by ten. Hundred percent. Oh, buzzing. Um, yeah, big no soul as well. Big, I'm really Where? sorry if that's the wrong pronunciation. How do you sp- uh, give me spell it? G. Yeah. N O. Yeah. S A double L. Yeah, no idea. Staffordshire. Uh, Staffs, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've written about it many times, but I've no idea how it's pronounced. Okay. And Good finally, Menlo Park. Oh, Menas. Um, northeast. Menlo Park, northeast California. Maybe. Oh, very good, really. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. Menlo in- Park. We'll go there podcast-wise. Yeah, well, yeah, if we get an invite, yeah. Birmingham City, Friday night. Um, oh, well, Birmingham in 14th in free fall, lost five out of the last six in the championship. Gianfranco Zola clinging, clinging on by the skin of his teeth. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen um, to him, but hopefully it's surely, surely a perfect chance for us to get three points and get back in, well, get back amongst the, the mid-table Men. Yeah, I mean the the derby's the curveball, isn't it? Yeah, as they say, league form goes out the window in a derby. Hopeful for a big crowd on a Friday night, mm-hmm. another good atmosphere, hopefully. But yeah, they're in free fall. I think they've lost nine of fourteen. 
But we certainly, from a Wolves point of view, want him to keep his job this week. Uh, I think Pat Murphy's tweeted he thinks he's confident of him staying. I think he's got the dreaded vote of confidence today, but at least that'll see him through at least until this game. Well, the suggestion is that, that the owners are going to make himself look stupid if they do get rid of him. As soon as they you know, got rid of a very successful manager to bring him in, he's very much their guy. So if they turn around now and say, oh, well, you know... There's a certain amount of naivety in that because you want to admit you made a mistake, maybe. But what, are the odds on, what are the odds on Gary Rowett returning by the end of the season? Oh, I hope he doesn't, for his sake. No, I know, yeah. The way they've treated him. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in theory, great chance for three points. Wolves will certainly hope he's not sacked this week. I think when they lost 8-0 to Bournemouth mm-hmm. a couple of seasons ago and then Rowett was in charge for his first game, the game after, away at Molyneux, and they yeah. got nil-nil draw after losing 8-0 the week before. So you don't want to repeat that. No new manager bounce, thanks. Wolves will want to put the final nail in Zola's metaphorical coffin. And we've talked about the um, the crowd and how good they've been and, and magnificent in the Chelsea game. Birmingham lost 3-0 to Chef Wednesday, 2-1 to Preston, 4-1 at home to QPR. If the worst case scenario happens and they get beat by Birmingham, that crowd will turn very, very quickly. And this season will be a completely different perspective, I think, at the end of that 90 minutes. Yeah, I mean, there's no need to get too dramatic. But um, I think the the fans, what they think of the game was notable two minutes after the end of the Chelsea game when mm-hmm. they started singing, you know, uh, something about the Brummies. Yeah, what's that? What, yeah. Poo on the Brummies. Oh, nice, like that. Nice, like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> get away with that. Literally two minutes after full time. So they were kind of saying, look, lads, you know, you've proved you can perform against Chelsea. Yeah. So you've got to do it again <clears throat> against Blues. I mean, I don't know if it's a motivational thing. Mm-hmm. Or a complacency issue, or what? But you know the level of performance in three cup games has not been mirrored in the league really at all during that time, except for Barnsley away against against Villa. I thought they were, you know, was, Villa was so poor, which is why Wolves won. You know, full full credit to Wolves. You know, they won the game won it comfortably, but yeah. Villa were dreadful that mm. night. So my point is, since kind of Sheffield Wednesday away, apart from Barnsley away, they haven't really put on a a, a big kind of fantastic razzmatazz performance. So now the cup's out of the way, as Lambert said. There's no distractions. They've, they've got to they've got to prove that they can do it. Especially after that Wigan game. I mean, if we thought that you know took Wigan for granted, then they won't be taking Blues for granted. Hopefully. No, and like I said, I mean, well, Lee Evans said they were complacent at, at Burton, so they've got to get out of that mindset, and that that's that's a key task for Lambert then now. To, uh, a to draw that into his players, but B to decide who can do it and who can't. I think you want you want to see a few kind of front foot players. Uh, against Blues I'm sure there's there's a lot of players that will be very tired after recent exertions mm-hmm. people like Vyman and Edwards maybe um, who've been in the team more for their defensive capabilities I think of recently Vyman and Edwards defending from the front I really want to see Conor Rona start I want to see Brian Bakari start uh, I want to see I want to see I want to see Dicko start if he's fit as well. Uh, players with pace, players who are going to take players take the opposition. Is he fit? No, is he going to be fit for the game? He's got better, better chance than Mason. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll start. But you want to, yeah, you want to see, you want to see him on the front foot, getting at Blues. Blues are likely to kind of, probably like to kind of sit in. Maybe it might be more of a Wigan kind of narrative. So you want front foot players who are going to attack and get the ball forward at pace. Who, who then you you want to see Rodan? You want to see any Bakari? What yeah. about at the back then? Are you happy with the back as it was on on Saturday, or do we bring Stearman back in? It's tough, isn't it? Uh, Williamson's playing again tonight for the under twenty threes. Bart Stearman, I think, been playing. I, Playing well, Courtney Horsman playing very well in the cup. It was really tough. Mm. Great option to have. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Four, four centre halves there. I think I'll stick with Bart and Stearman because mm-hmm. they're, they're a proven kind of partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great to have these options. And one of Price or Savile will go, if not both. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ronan's, Ronan's position long term will be centre midfield and he. It was great against Wigan when he moved there in the second half. But you need one holding midfield. So you're saying David Edwards would, would drop in. To that holding midfield, Poten- potentially, uh, it might be time for him to have a rest. I mean, I, I thought I thought the Wigan game was a game too far for him. Mm. Um, he was needed against Chelsea. Sace performed that role very well. Off the bench, came off the bench. Is he going to get a you know a, a one last shot? Or would would Lambert bring him into such a game of such importance if he if he's not having him? I mean, if you're looking at it, Lee Evans didn't perform against Wigan. Yeah, Price Price did very well against Chelsea. As did Savile. Maybe it's his turn. Maybe mm. it's his turn. I think I think you'll see who, who's who's fresh and firing. Price did really well. I thought he was one of, one of the best players on the pitch for 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 yeah. Today, commentator Steve Steve Wilson said the same. Actually, uh, singled him out afterwards, saying mm. he was uh, pretty much man of the match. Mm. So yeah, I, I think I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it freshened up. Yeah. Two up front. Would he be tempted to go two up front? 
Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it work yet. The the problem for us at the moment is without well, they've got no natural left winger. Cavalier mm. injured. Graham's not fit. Zara's you know a while away as well. Ronan, it's not his ideal position, although he's done well there. So, who do you play left midfield? Mm. That's the problem at the moment. Vyman doesn't look like well, he's not a natural winger to me. Mm. You never see him take plays on. Doesn't really get to the byline. Mm. I don't know, I've barely seen him put a cross in. Mm. So, if anything, you'd like to see uh, Vyman giving a go up front, really. Yeah. He did so well there for Lambert at Villa. But then there is a bit of an issue as to who's playing on the left. But if Ben Marshall was fit, maybe he'd be an option. Just talking about, chatting about the wings, good to see Jordan Graham back in training as well. Yeah, one of the happiest days of his lives, he mm. said, which is a nice little tweet. Mm. Um, we're really looking forward to seeing him back. Hopefully he'll be penciled in for an under-23s game in, in the next few weeks or the next month. You don't think he'll, he'll make a first-team appearance before the end of the season? Maybe, the, yeah. maybe the last game of the season or something like that? You know, just as a... Or would they just say, look, we're just going to rest, we're just not going to even risk you until until the start of next season. There's no point now. Well, there is, a point, there, there, is a, there is a point, because if you get to next season, then that's more than 18 months without any kind of... Yeah, kind I guess so, yeah. Good point. I mean, it's, it's still only February. Mm. I think you want to see him play three or four, maybe more under-23 games mm-hmm. or behind-closed-doors training games. Mm-hmm. And then I think, yeah, you start to bring him off the bench. Zyra? He's probably one we won't see before Christmas because his 12 months will be up in mid in mid-April. Right. And then he needs under-23 games, etc. So, no, I don't think we'll see him, unfortunately. Uh-huh. But he's still, do you know what? He's still in, I've seen been mo- in the away mo- end. At most home games. Yeah, been in the away end as well. So, yeah, he's. Um, it's, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see. And, and I think Paul Lambert, as much as anything, when we talked a bit earlier on about him being excited about the squad, I think that they've genuinely got some, some good guys, some, some, some sound guys. Not these people who are going to. You know, rock up, play the game, not you know, not chat, and then and the meal, then you know, bugger off after the game, and you won't see them again until training. And these people are like turning up week in week out in the director's box if they're injured, tweeting away, happy stay in my life, travelling with the away fans, going in to see the games. I mean, it's great to have those kind of characters. So they should do. I, th- I think it's a big problem if they don't. I mean, they get they get. But a lot don't is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Teams. But they're getting paid an awful lot of money by mm-hmm. Wolves. At least you can turn up to do turn up to watch the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I agree it's not really seen elsewhere, but for me it's minimum requirement. Um, Birmingham, obviously, just a horrendous run of form, confidence down. Um, what, what do you think Wolves should go at them? Do you think they should press? Do you think they should do it like Chelsea or approach it slightly differently in the game? Uh, the temp- tempo is going to be really important because it really kind of flagged against Wigan. You, you know, you want to see... You want to see them getting big, big numbers forward and getting in, getting in Bluesy's faces in those opening like, cra- few minutes. Decent crowd. I mean, obviously nothing like. Not sure yet because they've had a lot of home games recently. Mm-hmm. Although the the Huddersfield game's postponed the week after, so there's no home game for a little bit now. So yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. Dar- a derby on a Friday night. Yeah. You, uh, you th- those who went to Chelsea will want to be seeing more of the same. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll turn up for a cheap ticket, fifteen quid or less, whatever it is. So yeah, the first the first. As Lambert said against Wigan, they didn't set the tone in the first half. They came very slowly out of the traps and never recovered. Mm-hmm. So you want you want to see them getting in Blues' faces early on, making it like a bit of a derby, getting the crowd involved, getting early goal. It's happy days, isn't it? Happy days, indeed. Just a bit of time to go to the predictions. We'll do for Walsall first. AFC Wimbledon against Walsall. Said Lewis. Uh, 2-0 um, win uh, on Saturday. Fantastic against Peterborough. I think in the 92nd minute, Turkish Messi scored. Mm. Um, and then 96. So only four points away from the playoffs. I did just looking at this today as well. Crazily enough, I mean, there's always one team that comes from nowhere. I don't think Warsaw will get there, but I think they're doing overachieving, especially where they were, you know, two or three months ago. So fantastic for John Whitney. Delighted for him. Um, and I just had a quick look to see Warsaw to get promoted. You never know. They get, they get in the playoffs and, and anything can happen. What price do you reckon Warsaw to get promoted this season? Uh, ten to one. Incredibly, one hundred to one still with the bookies. Don't tell everyone that. One hundred to one for Warsaw to achieve promotion. Obviously, you're not going to get top two, but four points away from the playoffs. I mean, come on, hundred to one, and, and you know, playing great at the moment. I'll take that. Hundred to one. I'm having a pound on that. Yeah, yeah. One pound fifty. One pound fifty, maybe. So yeah. So um, AFC Wimbledon on, on, on current form, they'll get in the playoffs. 
Absolutely, there will so, be yeah. um, plenty of time to go. So fantastic yeah. run, take advantage of it while you can. Um, Wimbledon, the, tra- the travel to AFC Wimbledon. Wimbledon uh, were beaten away. Well, they went to Shrewsbury on on Saturday. Uh, Shrewsbury a much needed two one win with Paul Hurst doing a fantastic job from Grimsby Town. So definitely a, be- a winnable a game again. I think if they are going to get into the playoffs, these are the games they need to go and win. Can they win, Tim Spears? So Joe's first trip to that particular stadium. So. Well, I don't know how, how well it's going to be at this moment in time. It could be someone else's trip. It could be Matt Mayer going. Could be mine. It could be yours. Yeah, absolutely. Got, Saturday off. Got a free weekend. Oh yeah, of course. No, no thanks. Don't, don't put that <laughs> one out there. there day off. Uh, no, I always like ticking off a new ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wimbledon have fallen away a bit, haven't they? So on current form, you say it's a two-one Warsaw win. Two-one Warsaw win. I'm going to go for a two-two draw um, with the free-scoring Saddlers, but I think you know, Saddlers. I think positive result would be great. So, so good luck to them. Uh, West Bromwich Albion out of action this weekend, of course, in the FA Cup, but they return to the Hawthorns against Bournemouth. Did they go away? Did they? A lot of teams went away. Uh, no, they didn't go away. Um, they had a bit of a break, but Tony Pulis has been working them like dogs, apparently. Um, so, so says Dar- Darren Fletcher. Um, dogs. dogs, yeah. So um, obviously their fitness level should be good for the Bournemouth game. Bournemouth don't really don't know really what you're going to get with Eddie Howe's team. Um, bit hit and miss can put on a couple of great results and all of a sudden get beat by you know some some shockers. I don't think it's going to be a great uh, attendance at the Hawthorns. It's not really a glamour tie, so to speak. But again, one that West Brom have they've, they've beaten. They've had the won the won the bread and butter games this season. I think um, scoreline. Like dogs, it's a bit, a bit, a bit derogatory. That really. What? It doesn't sound like they're having a great time. <laughs> you know, they were working like beavers. That'd be a bit. Different. Okay, beavers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might have misquoted when I said dogs. Right. When you but, say beavers. I know he didn't say beavers. Now. Hard workers. Yeah, know. hard workers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, damn, damn banter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. What were you saying? West Brom against Bournemouth. Right. Uh, yeah. Three two baggies. <laughs> three two baggies. Yeah. Bournemouth score a lot, but concede a lot. Yeah, they, they love do. conceding three goals. Eddie Howe? Yes. Arsenal? Still those links? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not nah, having Eddie Howe. I'm not having Eddie Howe. Too big, too big a job for him. Yeah, you, don't from, you don't go from Bournemouth to Arsenal these days. He didn't say boo to a goose. Well, he's a nice guy and I know he's done well, but mm, I don't know. I think the hype's a little bit too much on that one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say 2-1 Baggies. I think Baggies will win this one. That's exactly the, the sort of teams that have been beating this season to get to eighth and... Hopefully they can cement that place and you never know. Maybe challenge Everton in seventh. Okay, big one. It is Wolverhampton Wanderers. It is Birmingham City. It's Friday night. 7.45 kickoff at the Molyneux. Uh, Timothy Molyneux. Spears. Molyneux. Oh, sorry, I said the Molyneux. Do you not like that? No, well, it's not. Faux pas. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it doesn't go down well if you say that. I'm sorry. Sorry, Paulio. It's like if you say old, gold and black. I'm going to make correct. a prediction. I'm going to say it's going to be Wolverhampton Wanderers 2 mm. and Birmingham City a nil. Mm, I was going to say 3 nil. Oh, yeah. really? I see absolutely nothing in Blues to say that they're going to get a result. That doesn't mean they won't, mm-hmm. but I'm, you've got to go on form alone. Don't, don't see Blues getting it. I, I think we'll see a reaction from Wolves as well. Yeah. Because they've lost, they've lost three at home in a row without scoring. I know mm-hmm. Chelsea was Chelsea, but... Need to start putting that right, and it will be put right. I promise you on Friday night, don't, Wolves don't home win. I'm promising them. Oh god! I'm promising them. I'm promising them. Right. Cost the coffees all around if we get it wrong. <laughs> for twenty eight <laughs> or sixteen. Uh, all right. Have a good weekend, guys. Hope all goes well, and if you get a free three hours of your time, la la land. See you later. Take care. Bye bye.